Welcome to the Jesus Everyday Podcast. Here you will hear Pastor Ethan Callison journey with people just like you from Fellowship Community Church. Our goal is to engage in God's Word to find Jesus in the Scriptures every day. We desire this podcast not to be a substitute for your Bible reading, but rather a compliment so that you encounter Jesus and live a changed life. Here's your host, Pastor Ethan Callison. Welcome to the Jesus Everyday Podcast. Every word, thought, verse, and chapter of the scriptures point us to the person of Jesus. My name is Ethan Callison. I serve as one of the pastors here at Fellowship and just want to say thank you for joining us here today as we have Holt Hoddle from our Salem campus uh, journeying with us through the book of Romans. We're in Romans chapter 5 today. And if you don't have our reading plan, uh, you can scroll down on the show notes on any and every podcasting platform. You'll find those notes there. Make sure you uh, either screenshot or print it off, whatever you need to do, because we want you to get in God's Word, engage in God's Word first, and then hop into this podcast to see this podcast as a compliment to your Bible intake, your Bible reading, and not a substitute uh, for it. So Hope, before we hop in here to Romans chapter 5, the question I want to ask you, uh, now calories don't count in this, uh, but if you could have an endless supply of food and not have any effect on your body, what would that food be? It's going to be hamburgers. Oh, really? I like a good hamburger. Mm. I I get to have the variety of toppings. Oh, yeah, <laughs> it can't, okay, yeah, it can't always be the same, <laughs> but uh, I, I find it tough to beat a well-grilled hamburger with mm. uh, various toppings in them. If I get this slide in on number two, it would be apple pie. Oh, oh, what about a, a hamburger apple pie combo? <laughs> there <laughs> you go. There you go. <laughs> so instead of a food, like the endless supply of a meal, that's, that's, that's what no, <laughs> That ha- would be. Hamburger, like you yourself cooking it or like somewhere else? Yeah, no, I do most of the cooking in our house. Okay. okay. Uh, our, our relationship, my wife does a marvelous job cleaning, so she cleans and I do all the cooking. Do all the cooking. I don't know if you're like, I, I, like, I love a good cookout. Hamburger cheeseburger. I think they're really or five guys. I don't know if you ever had a five guys. If we like, go about five guys, as far as I'll say a, a chain type thing, mm-hmm. is most probably where we would wind up going. Yep, yep. Good, good old greasy burger. Yeah, 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 yeah. It is. <laughs> and you said that. Yeah, yeah health that concerns yeah. didn't matter. <laughs> that's right. That's right. Awesome. Well, as we hop in here to Romans five, Holt, what was the text that the Holy Spirit illuminated that you highlighted and wrote down? I really highlighted seventeen mm-hmm. and reads, for if by the trespass of the one man, death reigned through that one man, how much more will those who receive God's abundant provision of grace and of the gift of righteousness reign in life through the one man, Jesus Christ? Man, powerful text here. Uh, so as we hop in here, explain the the paradox, I guess you would say, that's going on in this text, or explain the text as a whole for us. Yeah, and that, that's what I see throughout here is Paul is talking to the Romans, he, he's using these paradoxes and these contrasts. Mm-hmm. And here he's talking about, you know, s- sin entered through the one man. He doesn't say Adam, but we recognize through the scriptures that who it is. And I think his audience understands that pretty much very clearly, mm-hmm. that sin entered and death through that sin came from one man. But then he makes that contrast that now through the person of Jesus and because of his death and his resurrection, life and eternal life is also now available to all of us that want to take part in that um, relationship with the Savior. Mm-hmm. And I just thought that was such a—I just like the way Paul writes. Mm-hmm. I like how he mentally challenges his audience at times. And that's mm-hmm. what I see in this. He's um, the provision of grace and gift of righteousness and all done through one man, Jesus Christ. So more, yeah. more power to us all. 
Let me ask you this question. Do you think, because uh, it does uh, earlier in the text, it refers to Adam uh, in verse 14. Um, yep. But then in that as well, so you have death and life. Is is Paul referring to just the uh, eternal forever death or forever eternal life? Or is it like the here and now as well? You know, I would think it's both. Okay. I, I think he's referring to his audience that, yeah, you know, what I don't know or what we don't know is what his audience in Rome may have known, what they may oh, have already true. read and heard about the person of Jesus Christ and what he might have done. Mm-hmm. So if they don't have that, do what kind of opinion do they have of what's going to happen after they die? Mm-hmm. But he, he just basically tells us, like you said, and he does – it's hard to pick out one verse. One verse can be illuminated, but it relies on the foundation of so many others. Absolutely. And so many follow – but Paul said, you, you've had death, you've had physical death, mm-hmm. and you've had separation from God in mm-hmm. death. But through Jesus, you will live again. We will have another body. Mm-hmm. And Paul then also, I see that, that we take that step. If you have another body and you have that reign with Christ, mm-hmm. he's talking about eternal life, not just a physical life here on earth, but something that's most probably beyond what we can imagine. Mm-hmm. Um, just think it's very powerful yeah. for me on where he's headed to. And again, as you look at the other verses, it keeps it keeps moving forward. Mm-hmm. But that was the verse that I picked, mm-hmm. you know, as I was praying over this. Yeah, yeah. When I, I remember when I was growing up, my mom would tell me, my parents would tell me, like one lie would leads to another lie, which leads, <laughs> you, know, you have to cover up that lie with another lie. Yeah. And it's like you're really just experiencing like micro deaths in that. And how like oh, that's the, a good way to put escape it. from God's design or the the life that he has for us leads mm-hmm. to death. And so you have to kind of navigate through that. Uh, yeah. So be- beautiful text there. Uh, what's going on? He explained it very well. How do you begin or what's a, what's some application points you think a follower of Jesus has from this text? Well, again, I think he talks about the death, talks about the life, but he's going to conclude his thoughts in this chapter also, not just in this verse, but that mm-hmm. no matter how bad the sin is, mm-hmm. God's greatness and forgiveness mm-hmm. is greater. And, you know, from a personal reflection, I, th- I think, you know, I don't, I don't know, um, to trust in God no matter what, and at 63 years of age, in the dailiness of life, we've had highs and we've had lows, my wife and I. Mm-hmm. But to look back at the lows and know God was there, they don't bother me as much. Mm-hmm. And when things seem to be going really good, I'm, I want to give the honor to God. It's not what we've done. Hopefully we've used a little bit of what he's given us mm. in his honor, and we're able to enjoy that. But, uh, you know, I don't get down too much on the down things that may have affected me 30 years ago when I was closer <laughs> to your age or even 34. But uh, but I, I don't want to get too excited about the things of this world. I want to look at what is beyond this world. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because I think you're referring to it in verse 20 where it says, um, the law was brought in so that the trespass might increase, but where sin increased, grace increased all the more. Yeah, increased. exactly. So that just as sin reigned in death, so also grace might reign through righteousness to bring eternal life through Jesus Christ our mm-hmm. Lord. 
Absolutely. And I was even going to mention this because you, you you alluded to it saying, you know, hey, it's just, it says this here in verse 17. And uh, just like a Bible reading tip, you know, you, you write one verse down because it's the one that like, popped out to you. But a uh, a text out of context is a proof text, which just means it's yeah. you, you can make it say what it's not really intending. So, <laughs> yeah, absolutely. And the, the Jewish or the Hebrew thinking would have what's called a remez. I don't know if have you ever heard of that. No. So a remez is like um, like if I, if, if I said this. Um, uh, like songs are probably the easiest way to do this. But mm-hmm. if I went like, uh, sweet child of mine, <laughs> like what would you think of? Don't know. You don't, you don't think of the song Sweet Child of Mine? Like, no. Whoa. Okay. So no. like, usually like if you have a no. song or like. Now, Ethan, our, our, unless we go back a bunch of years, our taste in music and where oh, we that, go may be two different rock things. Song. That's a 70s rock song. <laughs> so like, um, yeah, anyway, like if you say like a song, like if you start off a song or like, amazing, yeah. like what do you think of? Amazing Grace, Amazing obviously. Grace. I'm, now, I'm with you there. On I, that one, we're together. Did I, did I sing the entirety of the song? No, don't but have your, to. But yeah, I don't have to. Exactly. So, like, when you look at this, like, that's the remez, or like Jesus when, okay. and Jesus on the cross when he says, like, uh, my God, my God, why have you forsaken me? People mm-hmm. always look at that, like, well, did God forsake his son on the cross? Mm-hmm. And it's like, well, no, if we read Psalm 22, that's how that psalm starts off. Mm-hmm. And then if you follow the Christ on the cross, like he's actually saying parts of that. What's well, a remez? He's mm-hmm. referring to one thing, but when you hear that, you're yeah. thinking of the totality of it. This mm-hmm. is beautiful. Like when you like that's why I think it's so important. Write down one verse, but you're thinking through the totality okay. of kind of what's going I on. I learned there. a new word today. There you go. Yeah, the, the remez, <laughs> a remez. Um, so we looked at uh, highlight, explain, apply. What was the Holy Spirit calling you to personally respond to in this text? You know the. Um we're not under law, we live under grace, but yet God wants us to do things. Uh, we don't have to live in fear of doing something wrong, but I do feel like on the flip side, he wants us to do something on the positive. Mm-hmm. You know, and it may be the simple things as we talked about. It mm-hmm. may be waving at somebody, being generous to somebody, spending a little time with somebody, mm-hmm. but we're not under death. We're going to continue living. And when a trial is held on whether I was a Christian or not, I hope there's enough evidence to convict that I was. Hmm. That's a good point. Thankful Jesus, he says. Hold, I'm giving you life. Love it. Well, thanks for joining us here today in Romans chapter 5 on the Jesus Everyday Podcast. (laughs) 